The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Okay, I need a minute. Uh, you know what? This is gonna be in the B-roll. This is gonna be in the fucking blooper. I'm so excited. This thing. is so like, it's, I listen. I, I did a podcast for five years uh, called Tinder Tales, and being hungover is like just you just you see if you could just do it on automatic. You're like, yeah, that's so crazy. Wow. Yep. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not like riding a fucking bike, David. Oh, Dude, do you Jesus have water Christ. near you? Jeez. <laughs> It looks like water, but it doesn't smell like water. Hell yeah. No, it's smart. Uh, <laughs> let's see what this is. <laughs> it's always nice to know what I'm not drinking. Uh, okay. Fuck. Take goddamn two. Uh... <laughs> the deep breathing, too. The sighing. All right. Welcome to Sex Ed with Tim. I'm David Piccolomini. <laughs> there you go. He's the host now, not me. <laughs> All right, uh, for real, scene. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual and my dick may be small, but I can lick the crumbs out of a Pringles can. Uh, <laughs> but, sure, I guess. No, I just, I'm, I'm enjoying the tongue to tip ratio. Is uh... <laughs> Yeah. It's huge. It's a, it's a wide gap. I'm trying to bridge the orgasm gap for our audience, you know? I do With like the idea out. that you can... Yeah, I like the idea you can blow yourself, but it's just because your tongue is so long. Yep. Right, <laughs> I don't need to get ribs. I just need to get these couple uh, molars removed. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Somebody better wire my jaw shut after this. God. <laughs> Smoking like a man who's really been enjoying the month of June. Truly? Honestly? <laughs> I am prided all the fuck out, David. I am so done. I took like three dicks this last weekend, and all in one day, I am tired. As an ally, I'm like not getting laid. You know, just, just uh, in support. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to stand in solidarity with us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those pussies should be going down their pussies this month. I will stay out. <laughs> I was actually about to ask, like, how do you identify? But I guess that says it all. Yeah, um, no, I identify. As, well, so I'm annoying in that uh, I'm I'm poly. So I'm like on part of the plus that people don't like to acknowledge. <laughs> uh, oh God, you're born yeah, no, I know exactly. I, breeder. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, listen, it's honestly based on my comedy and who I interact with, it would be so much better for my career if I was gay. <laughs> honestly, I think you would just try it out one time. Be queer. Try being queer. It's fun. Hey, listen, I, it's not, is that better? <laughs> 
It's it, God. I wish it was like that. I was like scared of it or something. It just doesn't seem like. Although my friend has the best argument I've it ever. It just doesn't heard, work. Which is, uh, he's like, <laughs> just, just get an. Yeah, seriously, I'm a huge dork. No, my friend has the best argument. He's like, just get an orgasm from someone of the same sex as you, and you'll be surprised what you will do after that to get that again. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, with gay men. <laughs> oh shit! You you know. Oh. The, the things that we'll do to get some more dick, even if it's out of a straight guy. <laughs> that well, that's a whole that's a whole game. That's like it's that's just is that just like guys? It's very easy to fuck each other. So you're like, wait, we got to get this challenge back. I gotta feel like I've won someone over. Honestly, it just feels a little too easy, or maybe I'm too easy. But <laughs> it really is just routine handshakes at this point. Nobody else has an app called Grinder. That's true. That is true. Whereas y'all get like Tinder, Field, yeah, Field, uh, Bumble, yeah, Field, Field. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm on that thing. Field's great. I love Field. That's the well. Okay, comparatively to Grinder, no chance. No. <laughs> Field's okay. Field's okay. Uh, I don't feel it as much. <laughs> Dad joke. Boom. <laughs> Um, I'm just so goddamn out of my mind. I tried to take an edible because I thought it would be a smart thing to get sober. No, dude, you're just hungover and high then. That's what happens. Yeah. Thoughts are ten times harder while hungover and high. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna try to keep it semi-professional, but then again, whoever said that sex head with Tim is professional in any sense. We've, we've, based on what we've talked about, this isn't about being professional. Nope. Not one bit. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to give you an introduction, so let me get that out of the way. Uh, folks, <laughs> if you're listening right now, there's a really handsome, sexy guy on my screen. He's funny, he's a podcast host of Tinder Tales, Bottle Episodes. He's, like, cute, not like in a Ryan Reynolds way, but like in a Me Too kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was awful. I, I don't know. The, the, Jesus, you could. I think I'm just getting. Uh, just say I look like a straight white guy. That's just. Just say that's what you. Because that's a stereotype. <laughs> that's offensive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've got a straight white guy on my podcast, as we have done so many times, because we represent diversity here on the show. <laughs> as you bully that. <laughs> My name is Dan. You've, I can't be able to no, I'm kidding. It is Zayvon. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, David, I fucked that up. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Uh, haven't been date raping. That's been good. That's good. Yeah. That's a nice bar to reach. Yeah. Th that is the thing for straight guys. The, the bar is so low. It's really, it's incredible how much, if you just do like above the minimum, you're in a pretty good space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're just a decent fucking human being. Not even that decent. Just above the minimum. I've been, uh, I don't know, I had to do, like, so my, my dad got sober. Uh, he's been sober for the past three years, which is great. Uh, after the past, you know, 40 of fucking it up. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, and so he's 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 a better person now, but he's still like at this point he is doing the minimum, and I like I am part of my job is to remind my family is like he is just doing the minimum. That's just so much higher than he's ever been. So it, we can be excited, but please remember he's doing the minimum. He's par for the course when it comes. He, to sobriety. Honestly, he's, he's yeah. He's we're, the fact that he's not drinking is crushing it <laughs> on the scale of it. <laughs> Awesome! I didn't go out to the beer store and uh, buy. Any I, I told the hit, those hooker jokes sober yeah. somehow. Weird! It's so weird. How many of those he's still telling? Uh, 
it's it's weird how much sobriety did not make my dad a better person. It just made him uh, like just slightly more reliable. Mm. Wow, is that what we're going to be talking about now, David? You're just dumping your heart oh, no, right out of the gate. Jesus, <laughs> Trauma bonding here. That's much more comfortable. Nobody, nobody likes when guys have daddy issues. A guy with daddy issues? <laughs> it's so funny. If I put that on dating episode, women hate that. They're like, Ugh, no, that's I'm supposed to have that. Not you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well... You know what? Since you brought it up, let's talk about your dating life because you talk a lot about that, like on your specials uh, and your Tinder tales. So, so I did the podcast for five years, and it was basically I got I met basically every my online date. I started online dating when I was like thirteen, so technically. Like I was like on AOL chat rooms, just like being like, "Hey, what's up, ASL? Who's, what's up? <laughs> what are you guys doing?" <laughs> like there's a moment where you realize that you've definitely just sent your dick out to like a lot of pedophiles. <laughs> At a certain point, I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> there's some old man out there still jacking I mean, the I don't know, Unless I happen to actually be sexing with that porn star, but you know, you could trick a kid, they don't know. They're just like, wow, that's the hottest woman I've ever seen, <laughs> you know. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find a way to make pedophile jokes, but no, not. Mm-mm. I don't know how to make fun of pedophiles. I mean, they work just as hard as the rest of us putting their AOL CDs in. <laughs> no, it's really, it's fucked. It's really sad. The whole, the 13 whole years system. Old. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, without, like, so I grew up religious, so, like, there was no outlets for it. I was also four foot seven, so, like, no one was trying to even, like, remotely kiss this. It was just, like, I looked like a kid. Uh, weirdly enough, only pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <awful>. no. <laughs> I did, though. I looked like a nine-year-old at, like, 13, 14. It was, like, a weird thing. It was, like, it really, it, uh, so, like, online was the place where it was, like, hey, you kind of don't know what I look like. I can take some pictures hey what's up it's me i mean you do got that baby face oh thank you yeah no i'm 45 uh <laughs> 45 you said no oh. i'm i'm 33 I'm 30. <laughs> yeah sorry you can't you can't project all of your insecurities on how i look like i must have it all together <laughs> from afar <laughs> Yeah, I know. My dick went soft when you said 33. Oh, God. Um, Not near the Christ era. (laughs) It's just my daddy is just coming to the surface. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, how how is it that like you you were like 13 years old on these chat rooms and like what did you get like something out of it? Oh yeah, I mean, I assume it wasn't just me talking to like. I, I, I mean, I don't know, like, it was just, like, you would talk to people, and pro- there were some girls, and, like, every, I thought they were all girls. You just kind of cold call your way through a group of <laughs> AOL screen names, hoping the ones that look like girl names are girls. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, like, it's six one nine. Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, guy's not naming himself Sun Lily, probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend to be a different ethnicity altogether, like you're Brazilian. I'm fucking great. Yeah, sure. That that's where I'm gonna judge. <laughs>
but I mean, I did. My sexting game is still pretty good. I, I have a pretty good sexting game. I've definitely. Uh, oh, this is a different. This is a whole wide different story. This is a Tinder tales failure. Uh, I was on the road in uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. I think those are next. To, yeah, those are next to each other, and uh, not minute. Not Minnesota, Minneapolis. Uh, no, that was Minnesota. I'm God. I wish I was high. Uh, we're hungover. That would be an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was in. I was in one of those states. Uh, I matched with uh, a girl there, and we were uh, we were texting back back and forth. But then I was leaving town, and it didn't work. Uh, and but through sexting, I actually got them to come to a show two hours away. Like a week later, when I was nearby on the other side, there, she was like, "Yeah, I want to cut." But I want to. I want to read the sext. <laughs> I, I don't have them any. I listen. We'll sext after the show. It's fine. I, you know, just for professional courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Thanks. <laughs> what I need. You don't have to pretend to have a clit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those. There's a lot of that. I mean, I guess I could translate. I'll figure it out. But so, so then uh, she goes to meet up with me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing the opening set. So uh, I'm talking with her after the show. It's going great. The other comic leaves because she's just going to take me 20 minutes to the hotel. He's like, I'm going to go to a bar. You know, text me when you guys are done. I guess. Uh, and then as we're talking, something came up about uh, trans issues. And this is like, this was like three, four years ago before it became as hot button as it is and she all of a sudden it, she said something about that and then just kept going and it turns out she's a hardcore republican oh no we matched in minneapolis so my radar is not even ready for it there because that's like the the one bastion in the frozen north that gets to like say hey chill and so i wasn't even like ready for any of that you know i was wondering if he still fucked her so here's what she was my ride to the hotel so i'm not gonna try and figure out 20 minutes in the wisconsin frozen north trying to get back to my hotel. She's my ride. Uh, turns out, though, after two beers, she's drunk. And so now, like, she probably had a third, she probably had one while I was on stage or something. We had two beers, like, after the show or whatever, and she was drunk, and I'm like, she let me drive, she's like, you're not fucking driving my car, and there's snow, and I'm freaking out at this point, and I'm like, oh no. Uh, we make it there, it's okay. Uh, but she pulls up to the hotel, and she parks, and I was like, okay, well, thank you. And she's like, oh, am I not invited in? I was like, I didn't think you wanted to come. She's like, yeah, no, I want to fuck you. I don't want to date you. And I was like, all right, that's not, that's. <laughs> that's not a problem at all. It's like, okay, well, like, I mean, I guess, like, you seem to have a much stronger, uh, you're, you have a lot more hate than I do about this. If you're willing to fuck me, I get, like, I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> Oh my god, I wonder who who's better for, you or her? Oh, no, uh, neither of us are good for this situation. This is not a situation oh. <laughs> of people being good. This is a situation of people being horny in the woods. Uh, <laughs> Would you do it again? Would you fuck no, another no, Republican again? It was again? so bad. It was so bad. It was awful. We didn't even actually technically have sex because she started jerking me off and it was a terrible jerk. It was a terrible hand job. Like... Uh, uh, the the, the joke version. No, I wish it was limp. Too hard. Very for, for someone who hated trans people, it felt like she was trying to pull my dick off. <laughs> I'll show you trans. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's get a blowjob. 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 Let's get a White girl and the cops were like, yeah, just get home. Uh, so she got out of that. But then it was really funny afterwards talking to her, like when she tried to yell at me about this. I was like, how do you not realize there's white privilege? You should be in jail. I don't. How did you miss that? <laughs> uh, there's, uh, at least there's a level of awareness. A little not for level her. Of no, not for her. She did not. <laughs> not for her. No, 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 not at all. Oh my god. So a similar thing happened to me where I was hooking up with a guy, and you know he's super hot, great dick, great kisser, but like the entire time he was fucking me, he kept Fox News on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and it was specifically Tucker Carlson. Oh, the anti-Viagra. Tucker Carlson's face looks like a soft dick. Yeah, it looks like if the, when like it's just coming out of the foreskin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a turtle afraid to show off a haircut. Yeah, like a little tortoise that's just like, is it safe to come out yet? No. I'm gonna stay here, but anyways, he came during Tucker Carlson. Ah, for the record, putting the news on at all during sex is gross. Why do you need facts and information right now? C-SPAN stays on while we fuck. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine just like talking about the 2016 election as pillow talk right after we had sex. Uh. That happened on dates. That was oh, that was a first round date question. That was like, hey, I like this person a little bit. Let's make sure that we both don't like Trump, or you know, like that would be the like. It was it was always on dates because it was like, and I think I I I've started to understand this more. Like people like talk about like with guys like being like women not being as slutty or whatever and it's like if you know you're not if you're pretty sure you're not gonna come you will only fuck better people if i'm not gonna come i would not go home with the republican yeah shit uh but you know what i have sex i have the best sex with the worst people i don't know what it is but like the more shitty they are the hotter it is oh it's because how do you get to keep being a piece of shit if you don't have anything of value to offer? That's like people people talk about like friend zone stuff and everything, and it's like uh, guys usually can act like an asshole because they keep getting away with it. That's usually what it is. If if I could make you shut up by being like suck my dick, we're not gonna get to like how to make me a better person. Oh my god! If a guy was an asshole to me, I'd be like, oh please, just use my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so. I have a shirt that says, don't bully me, I'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also can't tell the difference between good and bad attention. Like, are you flirting with me? Or, like, are you genuinely trying to insult me? Uh, because I'll come either way. <laughs> but people don't, uh, like... Oh, I totally lost it. Uh, never mind. Skip it. Go on, edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm going to keep all the bloopers in here. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I, God, I love what Reed's done for me personally, like in so many ways. My memory, just like I'll have it in my second, and the second it goes away, it's just gone into the abyss. I do not have any more brain cells left, clearly, by the quality of this conversation. Uh, I'm borrowing a brain cell from my friend. You're doing on, great. Like, You're doing great. Right and now. I've been doing a lot of push-ups, so I can carry great. this conversation as much as we need. Perfect. Amazing. I always need a big, strong man to carry shit for me. I'm a feminist until so there's a spider in the room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so small. <laughs> I'm a feminist, especially when there's a spider in the room. Like, you, get it, please. I'm scared. <laughs> You're so strong, man. <laughs> Oh my god. But like, is that really the worst date that you've been on? No, 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 no. I've been on worse dates. I've been on, uh, there is, oh, that, I mean, that one was, that one was bad, uh, for sure. But, uh, there was the one where I was on a date with this girl and after like, uh, after like a drink and a half, she came out, she like, she was like, can I tell you a secret? And I was like, yeah. And she just whispered in my ear and she's like, I'm suicidal all the time. What? Yeah. Which is the reaction a lot of people have going on dates with me. <laughs> I'd rather kill myself than go home with this guy. Aw, no. <laughs> she said all the time. And then I had to just get her out. Of, I was like, okay, we gotta, you're trapped. Like, I was like, and she lived walking distance from the place. That's why I was like, this is gonna be a flirty secret. Nope, this is gonna be a weird, I have some rope. This is a different use of rope than I wanted to for that night. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing rope at that point. Oh, the moment she says, I'm suicidal all the time. Yeah, it's like, have oh you heard of Shibari? God. We can make your hands not move. Taking news and turn it into Shibari oh. is super dark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who opens up with that line that, like, I'm suicidal all the time. Like, yes, say more about your mental health because nothing gets me harder than that. So what it was is, it, I mean, and it was a thing where I was like, uh, it, it, like she was being very introverted. So I was like, we can talk, say, you can talk about stuff. It's fine. And then I was like, oh, that explains why you're not telling people snakes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Well, uh, how did you break it off? No, I, wa I, wa I walked her, I walked her home. Uh, cause she was also, she was hammered at that point from like, it was like a drink and a half or no. Okay. No, that's what it was. It was like a drink and a half. She said the suicide thing. And then I was like, let's do a shot. But I didn't realize after like she had had a beer and like half a cocktail or something. And I was like, we're going to be fine with the shot. And it was, she was trashed. And I was like, all right, walk you home. Failed. <laughs> And then, well, you're a gentleman. I mean, it was one of those things where uh, it was weird. It was weird because it was like I was trying to get her home. I did. It didn't look like it because I was just like, oh no, she's trashed already. This is. <laughs> How do we do this in an hour? Uh, but then I was, I, and I was like, let me walk you upstairs because I don't want you falling up the stairs or whatever. And she's like, no. And I was like. Okay, but can you get in? And then someone else pushed the door, but she ran in and like, cr like crawl, like scramble crawled up the stairs. I watched her get in her door. Like and crawling, left. like the ring. Yeah, like the ring on speed, like on fast forward. And then she messaged me on Bumble. She was like, "Hey, I just vomited a bunch uh, and unmatched me." And I was like, "Great, got it." 
delicious. Love that. Oh my god. <laughs> so that is definitely a date for the records. That was a pretty uh, bad one. Yeah, shit. Well, how about some good ones? Like, do you have any good memorable dates? Uh, good memorable dates. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's so weird because the good ones always just feel like bragging. Uh, do it. No, 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 I'm just saying, but I'm not, I'm just not used to talking about them. That's what I mean. I'm just not used to talking about, like, uh, I mean, like, uh, one of the best dates I ever had was, uh, the second date I had with my ex. The first date was very okay. And then like a week later we went on a date and, uh, the, I just remember cause the, it was one of my favorite things I ever said. She was like, is this your move? And I was like, having a really great conversation with someone. No, that's not a move you can play. <laughs> I wish that was a move. <laughs> You mean being genuinely interested in you as a person is apparently a pickup line? <laughs> to be fair, that just means she's as skeptical as I am, which is very romantic to me. Uh, she's like, what are, what are you pulling right now? And I'm like, great, I, cool, because you feel it too then, great, I don't know. I can tell you like the basics like the basics of a really good date for me, because I'm very antagonistic. Yeah, if, if by the end of the date someone's playfully telling me to fuck off, I'm pretty sure it's it, we're going to have a great time, like in general. What does that mean, playfully telling you to fuck off? Like, fuck off. Uh, yeah, like, oh, fuck you. Because uh, like, ah. I get it. Because that means you're comfortable enough to, like, actually go to ball busting and other things. It's, uh, I don't know. I've been, I've been working on kind of a general theory of, like, love and dating. I don't know how to put it. Like, uh, like, because it's we the sense of humor, man. Well, sure. No, sense of humor is great. Uh, but sense of humor is one version of showing a lot, or it's it's a it's a that's a that's a delivery system. <laughs> that's why comedy changes so much and everything is because it's to make people laugh. Is the, but that's a delivery system. It's like how you can say some you can say something with a plate of food if you deliver it right. If you put something you know put everything together in it. But I think love really gets based down to like three concepts of like sex, intimacy, and romance. And uh, really, romance is like where we all try and start to show that we'll be good at the other two. But it's just because that's the most surface level, it's the easiest one to show and like show that you generally know the basic decorum of how to exist in society or whatever. But really, like the fuck you and other things like that show intimacy, which is so, so much better. Like, personally, for me, I found that if the uh, intimacy is really good and the sex is really good, romance shows up automatically almost. Like, you're like, because it's you want to do stuff for a person who makes you feel really special and taken care of and makes you come. Uh, you'll do almost anything for them. Just ask a e girl. I, I'm willing to do butt stuff, and that's the most romantic thing someone can <laughs> offer. <laughs> Upgrade from over the shirt stuff to wow, like. Wow, man, over the shirt. I mean, now you're just bragging about dick size at that point if it's over the shirt. <laughs> Oh man, nothing gets me harder than just like someone touching my clavicle. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nothing beyond you're just that. Just choking, dude. <laughs> I've been doing the show for like three years. I'm pretty sure my audience knows that I'm into choking. I'm I've done everything and anything under the sun at this point. Uh, you know what? No, I've jinxed myself now. I was gonna say I'll, I'll ask about some anything because I'm curious. Like sounding. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Uh, not for me. Not for me. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, I'm curious. What is it? It was a little too medical. Okay. That's the, it feels very like, like it's a, it feels like a medical like procedure. a catheter. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> That's it. Maybe if you just breathed into it more. You just gotta breathe into it. <laughs> you know, people don't know this, but the G spot is actually right above the shaft in uh, inside. <laughs> you just have to get it. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> The, the opinions of David <laughs> do not reflect that of sex education certified sex educator. David Lumines, a medical scientist, with the American Board of Psychology. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So yeah, the G spot is definitely within the urethra of a penis. The main um, G spot. <laughs> Yeah, make it two G-spots. God really blessed us when he gave us one and two, both being extremely difficult to reach. Yeah, you get one finger, one sounding rod, and you press them together. <laughs> make him kiss. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, take a screenshot. Yeah, there you go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know where to go from here. Um, <laughs> We get it, you're hungover. <laughs> I know, exactly. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes! Hey, you sick motherfuckers! I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. <laughs> Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping. Oh my god. I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXED with Tim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. The show is about to begin. Yes. Well, okay, hold on. Let me like ask about your comedy career. Uh, like, how long have you been in comedy? For? So I've been doing comedy now eleven years. Uh, I started in. Well, I'm from Delaware, but I started in Philly. Because uh, there's not really a scene in Delaware, and then went from there to New York. Very diverse of you. 
<laughs> just slowly making my way up the east coast that's uh you're you're the b part of lgbt by coastal <laughs> no i'm all i'm one coast one coast i've only i've seen on one coast my whole life <laughs> i have no idea what I've, you don't know where delaware is i really i forgot you're from canada i don't know where anything is delaware is uh it's it's on the east coast it's near it's like 45 minutes to an hour from philly philadelphia and then New York is like two hours from there. You're you're saying English uh, cities? Yeah, well, you're, you're <laughs> I, listeners have figured it out. No I'll tell you that. <laughs> Everyone, please Google and like send me a map or something, a screenshot. Listen, I can be gay or smart, but never both. <laughs> oh no, you'd be having sex with women watching the news as you have sex. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'll like listen. I'll talk about like NASA and like space and deep ocean stuff and science, and then have sex with a woman. And then after that, I can be gay and be like, "Duh." I like you go from NASA to NSA. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! Boom, caught it. So okay, I'm I'm wondering then, as a comedian, do you ever get like? any chuckle fuckers when you're touring uh yeah less though than you'd think but i think it's my fault because well, and by i think i mean i'm pretty sure i'm 100 percent sure it's my fault uh because my favorite joke that i do uh was a joke i wrote about uh the time i got chlamydia and over time that joke has now turned into an eight minute bit about stds and uh let me tell you most of the country will not want to fuck you if you talk about STDs for eight minutes and why it's not a big deal. Because, mm. uh, okay. no, and I, I'm with you. I, I see where, because uh, that's the whole joke is about how the stigma around it is way worse than actually getting one. And I know that because I've had chlamydia twice and if it was so bad, I would have learned my lesson the first time. Oh, only twice? Come on. I've had <laughs> yeah, that class so many times, it's more like an applause. Come on. First of all, that's gonorrhea. Uh, <laughs> oh, whatever. Like I said, gay, smart, one or the other. <laughs> I'm a certified sex educator, but I never claim to be a good one. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, I didn't mean to. <laughs> you know, that's the joke about, but because people say that, and uh, yeah, if you get the clap once, it's called that. But if you get it a bunch of times, doctors call it an applause break. Uh, yeah, that's it. The intermission. <laughs> yeah, it's an intermission. You got to get intermission. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, so I do, it's literally, it's eight minutes talking about STDs though, and I've watched women just go, like, they're, they're like, I can't risk that with this, I don't, like, it's, it's, you can be so sex positive, you stop getting laid from it. Oh my, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I think that, like, even, say, like, the Germans, who are known for, like, doing everything and anything under the sun, they've done so much sex stuff that they're just miserable and are not having sex anymore <laughs> really <laughs> i mean at least with the germans i've been with Interesting. It, it seems like they need more extreme stuff to like be satisfied that's why they're so fucking miserable <laughs> Oh, interesting. I I could see that. I mean, there's a lot of like the way like the U.S. handles gender is like like so far behind most of like European countries in that way. Zero percent good at it. But then it's reassuring when like play, but that, I mean I guess there's no there's all the benefits and differences of like once you start solving problems or figuring them out, then you're left with this listless wandering of what next? How do I go past this? Right. Right. Mm, yeah. Like what else? What else is left to cross off my bucket list? 
Uh, I mean, uh, you strike me as a huge slut uh, as one myself. That's why I would say. <laughs> there's a level. I don't know. I think I'm having sex less because I'm having, or like, it's easier to tell when someone's bad at it if you've had a lot <laughs> or inexperienced. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, do you, what to you is bad sex, though? Like, there's the emotional connection and all that other stuff that goes into it. But I think we forget about the technical, like, the, just the technical skill set of if you have a lot of sex with a lot of different people, you will get better at sex as a whole. As a whole. Uh, <laughs> as a group of holes. Uh, <laughs> Good one. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but, um, what I, but in terms of that, like, you will just get better, like... I've had sex with enough people that it's like you start to figure out like, oh, this is kind of where everyone like not like uh, there's a really funny joke that this comedian uh, Anya Vols has. that's like uh, whenever she hooks up with a guy for the first time, she can always tell exactly where his ex-girlfriend's clitoris was because they just go there automatically. That's like the first place they go. They just try like immediately. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not having sex with your ex. And like, I think there's a level of like technical, like there's a lot of technical skills to sex that people just don't even think about. Like, and if you like. I guess my general thing is, if I start getting bad head immediately, I'm like, uh, well, I'm going to take control of this. I'm going to be in control of this situation for a lot of it. Like, if they start to bite down and, like, chomp it off, that's probably the sign of a well, bad blow sure. Down. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> You know, if you're missing your, the head of your penis at the end of the blowjob, it was a bad one. Uh, that actually will claim I am a doctor and will tell you that medical <laughs> advice. If you're missing a part of your body during sex, it's probably time to call 911. Or it's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good that they had to take a bite out of it. Uh, well, yeah, like, it, yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you don't notice uh, until the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. How hard do you come? That you, yeah. don't even <laughs> you just shoot the head off. It's like a... <laughs> I've been edging for 75 hours. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I agree, though. That's great sex. Like, the connection, communication, well, but, and like, So, but they're, they're, like, all of that stuff makes great sex. But I would say, like, good sex a lot of times is, like, through, like, when you have sex with somebody, you're like, oh, you're good at this. There's a tell. I don't know. It's hard to fully explain it, but it's just there's a level. It's they're not thinking about it yes you're not in your head about it like you're it just kind of comes naturally and like you're feeding off of each other's body language you're like and it is so you're thinking about it, but like in the way that like i'm i've cooked a lot i'm a pretty good cook but like uh, compared to a chef i don't have like you could see it in the knife work <laughs> great analogy and so yeah and so basically what i'm saying is like sometimes you know the cuts are a little choppy and not quite even and a little all over the place and it's fine it's still gonna be a pretty good meal and other times you're like oh you've you've made a couple dishes but you don't really cook this sounds condescending but yeah yeah no i get it like you go to cooking school and all you learn about is like how to get rid of salmonella but you actually never slice and dice the dish it's it's all theory but no practice or you get really good at making one meal because you've you've made the ch you've been making chicken francaise for the last seven years because that's been the steady dependable dish, and now you're back out in the world. Uh, it turns out there's more than chicken francaise out there, <laughs> which I love. That's a great dish. Uh, I love missionary. I think it is the Honda Civic 
the Toyota Corolla of sex positions. Missionary it from A so to many B. great things. It's my go-to. So many great moves <laughs> from missionaries. So many great things. You get the legs involved, shoulders, uh, shift up angles, get arch the back. There's a million great things you can do for missionary that are super fun. Like, this is not a shame on positions. You give a great chef three eggs, he'll make you an incredible meal. Yeah, this is a shame on people who don't know how to have sex. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's more of my encouragement to treat sex like a skill and be sluttier. If you're not good at sex, go kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's easy. You can get better at it. It's not that difficult. You can get better. It's just the idea that people are like, it sex is a special that- thing. Yeah, it gets better if you're slutty. It does get better. That's what pride is all about. It gets better. Sweetie, I promise. Oh, it's a lot of fucking pride. You don't have more sex. A lot of people are learning how to get proper blowjobs at Pride. Are you kidding me? I recently, uh, sorry, not recently, last Pride, I was, because uh, I do like first aid on these like events. I saw a guy whose knees were bleeding, like pouring blood. Turns out he was giving blowjobs on fucking concrete for four hours straight. <laughs> Why would you think that was a good fucking idea? That guy is like a Buddhist monk of blowjobs. That's incredible. Honestly, how zen are you to not feel any pain on your knees at that point? I think this is exactly what we were talking about. If a part of your body's missing at the end of it, it might just be that good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you've got a layer of skin that's already scraped off and you're still going... Good for you. They'd be like, can't you feel your knees? He's like, I can't feel my throat, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Are you sure you're not gay, David? (laughs) I I grew up in, like, or so I grew up religious, but then afterwards I went to public high school. And uh, if you're a weird kid, you just end up with the art kids or the drug kids. And I was too weird. I was too innocent for the drug kids. So like I was just in like queer art communities since I was like 13, 14, like, uh, I'm very comfortable. I, I like it's in zero. I was in theater. I like it's all this stuff. It's just, uh, I have a great relationship with my mom. That's also probably, I'm pretty sassy. Uh, It's really, it's honestly, like I you said. Are, you were gay in a past life then. Yeah, that's, that's what it's, that would be funny if this was like, you know what, maybe it is. I figured it out today. Yeah, it's very comfortable and very sex positive, which will look the same for sure. <laughs> I realize a lot of the toxic issues well, with men. did you find out you were straight then? It's probably the same way you do. you were gay. You're like, uh, it's just, it keeps happening. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> When you look at the Planned Parenthood brochure and then there's like uh, the breast cancer thing and then you're like, oh. Yeah, that's 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 clicking into something here. Yeah, no, I mean, it's also, it's so weird because I was like completely desexualized for so long. Like I was in a religious school from three to 13 and then in public high school, I was really, I looked like a kid. Like for so no one had a reference point for me being like a person. I just came in. I was like mascotized. It, yeah. So then it just I don't know. Yeah, it's all a weird other aspect. It's it's all the weird othering. And then once you're othered in any way, you start. I, I call them gateway weirds. It's like once you break down one thing. Like I LARPed for ten years, live action role played, and it's like that's why I learned about polyamory and kink. Where's that American Pie installment? American Pie live action role play. Fuck, I might actually write that. Uh... <laughs> 
why the fuck not? Wipe, wipers. Yeah, as it's called Wipers. Yeah, no, you're in. Uh, I, I, look, I, I was going to call Larp Quest that I've tried, but Wipers might be the, make it a summer camp. <laughs> yeah, and if you get a nat 20, you're going to get an orgasm. And only if you get a nat 20. Ah, <laughs> uh, juggle them dice, please. Roll them dice. But, like, if you have roll with disadvantage, then sorry, bud, you're stuck with oral stuff. <laughs> I like that in this situation, you're still getting laid no matter what. <laughs> Just not the ones that you want. <laughs> I'm going off of that uh, episode in Community where Annie is like sticking three oh, yeah. fingers. Oh no no no! Four fingers. <laughs> Can't find. It. You can only find it on Amazon and Hulu. Oh, that was such a good episode. Oh, it's great. I, I have tried sleeping with a D and D player using sex, using dice for sex. That guy. Uh, I kept getting like low numbers. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, god damn it! They were really into it too. That's what I love about Dungeons and Dragons is it's creative you gotta be creative so if you're just rolling a bunch of roll numbers you gotta just roll something to be like that you want to lose and now i dominate you whoops i rolled low i guess you dominate me <laughs> everyone wins <laughs> well i was gonna say the one last thing about larping and everything the fun thing about that is it taught me about polyamory and kink because turns out those guys are just the same weirdos <laughs> <laughs> you know what no no when i think about it it's like the nerdiest people can be the kinkiest people because our imaginations, our imaginations go fucking off the rails. It's also if things don't work out for you, you have to start thinking of other options. And if you start training that part of your brain, you start going, well, what else? Well, why? Why does it have to just be missionary sex? Even if it's such a reliable Volvo station wagon of a position, like, what else can we do from here? Say Volvo because it runs at Volvo. I, I didn't, <laughs> but it worked. Uh, so I did on purpose. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. So, while we're on the topic of games, uh, you mind if I beta test a game with you here on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we prefer an alpha test. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very strong. Uh, no, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very macho, yeah, straight. Uh, Sigma yeah. test. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So. I am very much a fan of the home and gardening television network okay. for someone that doesn't own an H or a G. <laughs> and I'm also a big fan of gay porn. Now, this checks out. something I noticed, yeah, that, that tracks, right? Something I noticed was that there seems to be a little bit of a a Venn diagram when it comes to HGTV titles and gay porn titles. <laughs> and, uh, you're going to notice this very, very Either quickly. Way, it's about getting onto that back so, line. <laughs> I need some coke in my dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to name one? I have to guess which one's which? That's right, because this game is called Home or Homo. <laughs> So if you think it's HGTV, just say home. If you think it's gay porn, say homo. Easiest one off the bat, property virgins. <laughs> home. Home, yeah, right? It was really easy. And then how about this one? Uh, homes on homes. <laughs> I'm going to guess just homo. It's still HGTV. Homes on homes? <laughs> yeah, Mike Holmes, the contractor. Uh <laughs> Oh, no. All right. Here, here's where it gets a little bit more difficult, because I just started to notice this. What do you think about the title, Good Bones? 
Oh, it could really be either. Oh, it really, like, oh my God. Yeah, this is, was this the one that started it off? That's where I started it from, and I was like, wait. Good pose. Huh? Uh, well, now I have to guess, were you watching TV or jerking off when you came up with this game? <laughs> I could be doing both. Yeah, you know, fair. Uh, I'm going to get... yeah. Both, good Bones came on both the TV and your phone at the same time. <laughs> it could be both. I'm going to go with Homo. No, it's home. God damn. <laughs> yeah. It's HGTV. Because, like, that's a home term. We're yeah. like, oh, this place got good bones. Yeah, I know. I do know it's a, a term for it, too. I guess it would be good bone. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but it's good bones. Uh, okay, so this next one is called Drill Bill. All right, homo. Yeah, okay, you actually got that one right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like Drill Bill, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a little on the nose. I like that it's a Tarantino parody, though. It's like where Uma Thurman is supposed to be. It's just some shirtless guy with a drill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Rule 37, if it exists, there's like a porn of it, right? 34. Uh, all right, this one... 34. Sorry, I... Again, gay Once or again, smart? Dumb idiot. Yeah, not <laughs> gay idiot. Sorry, yeah. that's uh, dumb, such a dumb idiot. <laughs> dumb homo. I don't claim to be smart in any sense of the word. Uh, this next one is called Jason's Crew. Oh, I want that to be a home network show. <laughs> but that's homo. You got it. It is definitely gay. Uh, lots of twinks in this. <laughs> it's a whole crew of them. Yeah, it's a whole crew. It's and they all belong to Jason. So, uh, if the title didn't give the plot away. So, last one I'll give to you is called Gut Job. Oh, man. God. Uh, I'm going to guess Home and Garden. Yep. That's uh, it. Okay. It's definitely HTTV. You're going to make me think, like, who the fuck is on the board? Naming all of this. I think it's literally though. It's 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 if you if you pl it's pluralizing or unpluralizing it because guts job is a porn. Right. <laughs> but you know it's like gut. You rearrange my guts and there's yeah. job. The obvious like blow job job. So gut job. No, I definitely I was like it could have oh. gone either way. Yeah, you're fucking guts. Like I like deep in there is the yeah. You're in there so far. It's not a hand job. It's not a blow job. It's all it's a gut job because it's all the way in. This is gross. This is the grossest thing we're talking about. Uh, this is that part where I'm talking about being too sex positive. <laughs> Don't be afraid to get too gross. There's no such thing as too gross. No, I know that, but you have to say it. You have to say it. Otherwise, people think it's too gross. But if you say it, they go, no, it's not too gross, Dave. Oh, God. Yeah, people know how unserious this is. My show is literal garbage. I apologize to my listeners if they get chlamydia in their ears from listening to this. What the fuck ever. You know, you can't do, a lot of people think you can get that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll t prove you otherwise. Um, no, please. I have your condoms on right now. What's a condom? <laughs> we get it, you're part of the new gaze. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm 30 years old. I'm like graying at the facial hair. That is daddy territory. It's uh, it's getting there. Oh man, just two of your 50 year old listeners just felt horrific as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> My two geriatric listeners. Don't call 50 year olds geriatrics. Jesus, you guys have healthcare up there. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's totally unfair of me to call 50-year-olds geriatric. I slept with an 80-year-old guy when I was 20. What? Okay, how did that happen? Oh, I was an escort from 19 to 23. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> they're, they're attracted to the tight little Asian body. Looks like a schoolboy. Yeah, so the, the phrase, you couldn't do that if you paid me, did not apply for this <laughs> situation of having sex with an 8-year-old. Oh, yeah. I'll do it if you pay me more. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up writing me in his will, which is great. Uh, wow. Does he even like... Yeah. Uh, fell in love with me. I mean, he's 80. What was, what was he supposed to do? Have a, like... <laughs> he croaked. During? <laughs> the guy croaked. Yeah, during. <laughs> Imagine if how good my asshole is for him to pass out during. That's the best way to die. Orgasm and then, like, pass out. You literally come and go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude absolutely <laughs> horrifying for the person who it happens to uh yeah uh it was i've seen some really messed up cum faces they've given me nightmares <laughs> i'm surprised you still like uh missionary after that you're like no doggy please i don't want to say yeah anything. i know one of the funniest tweets i've ever read about sex positions came from tig nataro and she tweeted women should or women on top should fuck in forward facing cowgirl because women should face their problems <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Face it head on. Oh my god. Yeah. Head on. Funny. <laughs> uh, I will say just real quick, Tignataro famously does not run her own Twitter. Although maybe she does now. Does she now? She doesn't run it. So no, 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 no. She like doesn't. She she used to have guest people run it. That was like a thing you could like run. Tig, like a lot of my friends have run Tignataro's Twitter for a day. Yeah, her entire Twitter feed is fucking amazing. Still, good for her. Good for anyone that gets the privilege of running her Twitter. Uh, I think she's funny. And I also think that, David, you're funny. And I hope that my audience finds you funny. Because I do. And they listen to my word as gospel. So, uh, before we wrap up here, and I never wrap anything up. Yeah, this uh, covered. <laughs> They're not covered. <laughs> uh, do you have anything going on that you want to plug like a butt plug yes i would love to uh just put all these things right up your butthole uh so <laughs> so i have uh so i have the podcast cinder tales but that's been defunct uh now i stopped doing that it partially due to the pandemic and i did it for five years and uh it was it's, so if you want to hear about all the crazy dating stories that's probably pretty similar to this yeah so that one exists and then there's bottle episodes which is my show all about the best of terrible television so if you want to watch uh, bad tv with us we watch all sorts of bad shows like have you ever heard of cop rock tim Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we we've like covered Cop Rock and shows like Insatiable. Insatiable I really like. Uh it's bad. It's very bad. But I really enjoy it and it burns through plot like a motherfucker. <laughs> I love when a show is so bad it's good. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're covering. We're covering shows like that. Just shows that have been super poorly maligned in one way or another. And some of them are just so bad they're bad. Uh and they really hurt us to watch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Viva Laughlin. There's a there's a there's a show that Hugh Jackman tried to make post like getting famous as Wolverine. That's a remake of a British musical show where they just sing over popular songs 
during the show. It's called Viva Laughlin. You can only find it on YouTube because they've there are only two episodes of it, and Hugh Jackman sings "Sympathy for the Devil" in it. <laughs> that sounds horrendous. So that's yeah, that's the other podcast. We just get into all the bad uh, TV, and then I have a comedy special out called Goblin King on YouTube. So if you want to hear that STD bit or other jokes that I do, uh, that's on YouTube. Goblin King. I'm the other Goblin King, David. So Goblin King comedy. Usually I show up, and uh, DPIC comedy lit grandma sixty nine on TikTok. Uh, great. I think that's everything. <laughs> Perfect. And if uh, anyone missed that, that's going to be in the show notes. I can't wait for bottle episodes to take down the idol by the weekend. We're, wait, we're waiting till it has to get off the air first. That's our only, but God, it's it's bad. It's very bad. Oh, man. It really makes you appreciate Zendaya. Like, because she's the only reason Euphoria works. No, everybody else in that cast is also great, but like Zendaya anchors that show in a way that turns <laughs> if you don't have actors, you just see all the style, no substance, and a lot of sexual abuse. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. She's like, her. she's gonna get a bad back from carrying that show on her shoulders. Like, good for her, <laughs> American hero. Um. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about Lily Rose Depp, who's gonna get a bad STD from all the, uh, a bad ST, not STI, a bad UTI. A bad UTI from all this terrible sex she's having with The weekend. Ah! No, yuck. Uh, not enough cranberry juice in the world could help with that. <laughs> the idol's so bad it might hurt Weekend's music career, and that's pretty funny. Oh my god. Weekend, uh, I supported you when you were here in Toronto, just starting out in the small venues, and now I'm like, I'm back at square one. I can't save you from this idol mess. Um, you can't trust Canadian yeah. rap dorks. Drake, The Weeknd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin Bieber's wannabe hip-hop career. Yeah. <laughs> Not happening. So, uh, anyways, David, thanks so much for joining me on the show. You're fucking amazing. Oh, Tim, thank you for having me. Yeah, fuck. I mean, if you ever decide to play for my team, you know how to find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you're, you're, you're on the list now. <laughs> <laughs> you want a great blowjob, an excellent blowjob, you get it from me. <laughs> That's been my problem. That's been my issue. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Just blindfold yourself and pretend I'm like Megan Fox. You'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> First of all, that's every gay guy's picture of who they think a hot lady is. And that's the thing. If someone says their favorite hot lady is Megan Fox, they're probably gay. Because she's hot. She's super hot. But she is generically hot. She is like, she's the answer you pick if you don't know what, if you don't have a an actual preference. <laughs> she's the go-to like hot lady or a uh, Kim Kardashian or something or whoever else is yeah. very much, like created in a lab. They're incredibly hot yeah but like then yeah until you get like a, like uh like i was trying to think of uh who any of mine were for like uh they're all tv people but like yeah like community like uh allison brie allison brie yeah but that's like that's a that's a more specific that's a type anyway if you ever want a blowjob and you're like, hey, I should contact him. Just imagine I'm Allison Brie. Yeah, I'm in a redheads, so. <laughs> and I'm currently a redhead now. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh okay, uh, we, we really got to wrap this up there. But, um, fuck. 
Thank you so much, David. And to all you listeners out there who made it this far into this chaotic fucking conversation, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Sex with Tim podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, uh, click on OnlyFans. Probably David may have one. I've thought about getting one, but the way we do it, if you're, no, I'm telling you, if there's, if there's a tailor who wants to make dick-sized clothing, I will reenact scenes from movies using my penis. I will totally do it. I just don't have the, <laughs> I 100% will do that. I will make that OnlyFans in a heartbeat. We First scene is Lord of the Rings. It's too complicated, but I want it to happen. <laughs> As a hobbit? <laughs> Gandalf is the ball. Gandalf. <laughs> You shall not pass. You shall not come. You shall not penis. That's so stupid. I almost want to see that. Uh, like the opening of the the latest Jackass uh, movie where he dresses up his dick like a Godzilla thing. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Uh, but I will absolutely do that if anyone wants to make clothes. Fitting for your name, D Pick. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good night, right. everybody. Uh, good night, everyone. This has gone on way too long. Thanks, and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah. <laughs>